welcome. This is the reboot of the reboot of Two Guys Gaming, episode one, we'll call it again, because I don't remember the last time that we recorded. I was actually looking at the the podcast episodes on the webpage, but I didn't look at the actual date when we recorded. I know my sons and I recorded in like 2017 for the last time, which is like six years ago. We were probably right around the same time. What's up? It's been that. Yeah, seriously. I know. Well, that's the thing. It's that's that's the thing. It's like we were talking about our cat Tigger, trying to figure out how old, how old she was, and we were like, she's five. But then we're like, no, it's not that. So maybe seven. The freaking cat is nine years old. Like time just flies when you're not thinking about it. So, anyhow, I'm Sean Noob of All Trades from Two Guys Gaming. This is my buddy Chris joining me. He goes by Blonde. Whenever I put our my gamer tag up, Noob and Blonde, I'm sure guys are. Upset that they're not getting some sort of thirst trap. Um, just trying to get eyeballs on the page is what I'm going for. Although I, I and I don't know like how YouTube's algorithm like I'm not, I haven't figured that out because like the the silly little YouTube videos that I've been doing just to kind of get comfortable being in front of the camera. At least I'm not really in front of the camera, but just getting used to like being there. The videos that I've been uploading like they get about anywhere from five to ten views. And then, like, randomly, there was one with my cat, so I'm pretty sure I know why that one's getting more views, is because my cat wandered in. People love cats, so it's like, I figured that one got, like, 25 views. But then, randomly, one just got 60 views for some reason. I'm like, what happened here that this one got 60 views, but they're getting 5 to 10? And how could I replicate that somehow? I don't know. Is it, is it Minecraft? No, I haven't done the Minecraft video yet. It was it was another, It was was one of those, um, the, uh, the, it was just one of the, the calendar page, uh, pages. It just randomly it got sixty views for some reason. I don't know where it came from. Unless some guy just got high and fell asleep in front of YouTube and it just kept replaying. That's the only thing I can figure. There's no real timelines to this. It's very, very strange. Uh, I don't know if you need to have to drive YouTube <laughs> to ten meters right. for somebody. I mean, I just I don't get it. Yeah. That's the thing, and like occasionally, like every third video or so, I'll get a like. So it's like, I mean, people are obviously watching it, and somebody's getting something from it. But yeah, like you, like you say, I just haven't figured out the algorithm yet to get more views when I want more views type thing. Um, I think the Mario video that I posted that got like seventy views, which I understand because Mario is more popular than whatever this gaming calendar that I'm doing. So that made sense. But then, like I say, it just randomly got sixty views out of nowhere. I don't know. I think we have to move to a first take format where we can just sit there and scream at each other <laughs> like fucking animals. I, I, the PT that's that's fine. I can uh, I can bleep stuff or I can keep it in. I've, I swore a couple times in my solo podcast that I was doing. So I, I don't. I think I think I put like the explicit content warning where I say something at the beginning, but I think I've sworn in a couple of my YouTube videos too. And that like you would think that that might get some stuff because it's like. This guy's really swearing about rolling dice and playing some silly gaming calendar. Like, check this book out, whatever. But yeah, I just feels like there's no rhyme or reason for it sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a very strange thing. I mean, I'm, obviously, I'm very proud of the podcast that you know the original podcast mm. that I put out. 
seven. We did seven the first time, and then two when we rebooted it. Yeah, I know. No, we almost got. This is our tenth episode. Reboot it or reboot episode one slash ten. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> hey, that's what, we do the Marvel Legacy number. Every 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 twenty five episodes we'll just reboot again, <laughs> and maybe we'll go. Maybe the next time we'll go with the first take format. Just, just yelling at each other, not really saying anything, just saying the first thing that popped into our head. I just, I, I was surfing Facebook earlier, and they had another one of the Skip Bayless cold takes, and I was like, Brock Purdy will never be a threat to Trey Lance or something like that. And I'm like, oh, that age like sour milk. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> Spoiler alert there, people. Keep up. <laughs> Fighting game franchise. Yes. Right? So we're going to talk about Street Fighter. Yes. Why not just jump right into uh, Street Fighter? Let's go with Street Fighter first. Usually, I, I, usually I've, I've always thought that you start with the bad news and then go to the good news, finish on a good note. I know you said that it that used to be great. I'm I, like I'm still enamored with Mortal Kombat. Street Fighter, as we'll learn, has been kind of touch and go or go lately. Um, so I guess we can just start with Street Fighter and then finish with Mortal Kombat. So Street Fighter Six. Street Fighter Six. That came out uh, beginning of June, I think. Yes. I have not picked it up. Nope. I have not played it. Nope. And usually, you know me. Yep. I'll run out and I'll get it. Like once the initial price drop happens. Right. But in this case, I don't really see myself doing it. It just doesn't seem, I don't know, man, it just seems like it's more of the same. And, like, I've read the reviews online. Right. Where, like, wow, this is, like, the greatest street fighter ever. Yep. And, but they're all talking about playing online. And I think, from my perspective, I don't like to play online. Right. Because, generally, I hate people. <laughs> so I'd rather just play with myself. As, as it were. <laughs> like you, I think I mentioned that I haven't played a Street Fighter game consistently since Street Fighter Alpha. I think I played some Street, or some Street Fighter 3 on the Anniversary Collection, but you and I talked about it, and I initially got turned off by that game because I put the disc in, and I tried to play it, and... It, was, it ran an update. I'm like, what the hell are you updating on a 20-year-old game? Like, these games are all 20 years old. Like, why am I putting this thing in and getting an update? So, even the anniversary collection, I didn't play a ton because I plugged it in and it started to update and it kind of turned me off from it. I just never played it. I mean, again, I played some Alpha, I played some Street Fighter 2, and I played some Street Fighter 3 just to see what it was all about. And then as I was putting the notes together, I was like, we played 4. I couldn't remember if it was 4 or 5. I thought it was 4. Because I honestly, I thought that I didn't play 5 at all. Because I heard such bad things about that one online that I honestly think that it was just good, that it was going to be so bad that it might even kill the franchise. Like, those are the kinds of things that I was hearing about 5. But you said that we had actually played 5. Well, I, I was just going to say that it goes a little bit with what you said about how it just seems like more of the same. Because the, the games are just starting to mesh together as one. Whereas, um, I think you said that Six looks almost identical to five, and you read the the reviews online, but that really didn't persuade you at all because 
it just looks like more of the same. And like you said, most of the people are talking about playing online, which who wants to play Street Fighter with some rando online? Like, I know I'm old and I grew up, I I was thinking about it on the way home. Like, I literally played Street Fighter 2, the original Street Fighter 2 with just the eight characters. And that's that was me. And it was in the mall, at the arcade, with friends, you know, just crap talking each other and putting your quarters up and winning or losing and moving on and moving on to the Mortal Kombat game when you got sick of Street Fighter, that kind of thing. It's like, I don't want to just queue up against some rando that I don't know about. And, you know, might be some 13-year-old kid just crap talking to me like it was in what, the war game, whatever that, that was, Call of Duty, that thing. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm saying very much the same thing. You know, we're pretty close to age, so it's like the same thing. We all had our human buddies dropping quarters in. skins 
and I realized that I've kept up a little bit more with Mortal Kombat because again, I I care more about Mortal Kombat and I've kept up with Mortal Kombat more. Uh, the boys are more willing to play Mortal Kombat, so that became like more of a game in the house than Street Fighter. They did play. They had a little bit of a uh, uh, when I got the anniversary edition, they played Street Fighter a little bit. They always sort of gravitate towards Mortal Kombat. Yeah, so Mortal Kombat has been the game in the house for us. So I paid more attention to that. Like you were talking about different skins and making Ken homeless, and I have no idea what you're talking about because I have not seen, I think, a single YouTube video or maybe one YouTube video or maybe like a Steam video in passing about Street Fighter Six because every once in a while it'll pop up as, hey, you like fighting games, and try Street Fighter Six. So I have not been keeping up with it nearly as much as I have Mortal Kombat. So when you were saying all of that, I was like, yeah, I mean, that all could be true. I have no idea, honestly. Oh, it's... So here's so here's some fuckery, right? So basically, they're saying that even though you have four, five, and six, they're saying that this new one mm-hmm. actually follows the timeline after uh, the third strike. Okay. Street Fighter Three. So they're saying, oh, this is actually it takes place after Street Fighter Three. Interesting. Like, is there even a freaking story? Right. I mean, I just don't care. Absolutely about mash. I I wear my butt mash with pride, and my kids are butt mashing too. So it's you know. I'm, I'm counting animation frames. <laughs> well, that's when when you said that it took me back because I remember when Street Fighter Two. I don't remember if it was that one or if it was the it's the Championship Edition or maybe it was the New Warriors. I know at some point I did the same kind of thing. I went out and I got a a guide, and they said the same kind of thing. It was like. When you're de- this deep in the animation, if you do the movement ahead of time, then it'll combo together type thing. And that's how you pull, at that time you're only pulling off a two, three, maybe four. If you pulled off a five, they combo you were a pro at the time. So that kind of took me back a little bit where it was the same kind of thing. I mean, at that time it was easier to pull the combos off because again, it was just like short, or short jab and then jab dragon punch, as you say, or short jab and then hurricane kick, or short jab and then fireball. You know, it wasn't like, trying to get into a V trigger and a combo break and you know those kinds of things that Yeah, like guard cancels. Right. Exactly. I get that the whole point of it is basically like you have to it's supposed to be like a chess match and that's how I right. was describing it. It's a little chess match. Yeah. You have to plan ahead. Yep. You're trying to think of like what your opponent's going to be trying to do. Right. And you're hoping that your action is going to counter what right. they're doing. Right. So everyone is playing literally like uh, like a half a second ahead. Yes. All their all their uh, button presses and everything is like a half a second ahead. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm I'm old man. Like I'm just trying to like go over there and like punch someone in the face. Like, right. That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like, and I think that's why I like the um, Dragon Ball fighters, right? Mm. Because that was like super easy. I'm like, yep. shit. It's like, oh, like there was literally like a hit, like the uh, the R one. Yeah. It was like a thirty hit 
<laughs> yeah. Right. Which is cool. Which is cool for guys like us who, again, just want to do that. Like we're not pros. We're never going to be pros. We're not aspiring to be pros. And also, it fits in with the mythos, as I understand it. Like I'm not a huge Dragon Ball fan, but I am, as I understand it, like these guys are powerful. But they also have this second form that they can enter that they just become more powerful, basically at the drop of a hat or with some sort of, I don't know, Dragon Ball Z and then there's Naruto. So they're the same kind of thing, but it kind of fits in with the lore as well. Which With Street Fighter, it's like, at some point, and it probably happened with Killer Instinct, because Killer Instinct came out and they're the ones who were like the ultra combo, major combo, killer combo, you know, hitting the 50-60 combo. And then after that, all of a sudden, everybody was trying to hit those. 50, 60 combo marks. And with some some games that work, like I, Marvel vs. Capcom, which is one of our favorite fighting games of all time, that it worked with that because, again, you're dealing with these super-powered beings who can do that kind of thing. But with Street Fighter, it's like, like I say, you went from two, three, four, maybe five-hit combos, to now you're, like you say, you're trying to pull off these 60-hit combos, which just seems incongruous at some point. Again, if you want to talk about lore, if you want to talk about story, it's like, how did these guys all of a sudden ascend to this new godhood where they could do these huge moves that they couldn't do before. No, it's a, it's a good point. I mean, it doesn't really define what the hell it started. Mm. It's like, okay, yeah, like, they, they tap into some, like, martial art power. You know, they can, like, spit out a fireball or whatever. It's like, oh, okay, I, I guess. Yeah, right. But now it's like, oh, well, I can teleport over here. Mm. I can do this. Right. I rush across the street. Like, I got, like, deep black bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> it's just, yeah, I don't know. I always feel like it's probably not popular opinion, but I just always feel like Street Fighter is kind of like down the chart a little bit. Hmm. I feel like, in general, for me, it feels like fighting games have kind of just lost touch. And I will say, Mortal Kombat just isn't that. I feel like Mortal Kombat is different enough than what they're trying to do. far as right especially in the capcom realm of fighting games like i i like marvel versus capcom 2 especially who is probably i think the pinnacle of capcom fighting after that it just sort of all seemed to like marvel versus capcom 3 didn't even approach it and i think they tried to do they did something infinite a couple years ago which like just completely fell off nobody I, i don't even think anybody it might have had like its day for a month or two, but then after that, like, nobody even talked about it or thought about it or considered it. No, I don't even think it made it to, like, the whole Evo tournament of fighting games. No. I, I think it was just not popular. I think they still try to stick with the Marvel vs. Capcom, too. Yeah. Yeah. And with that one, to me, that was, like, the, the best one in the whole series. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's a, such a fun game. And that, that was another one that my kids and I, we would play that one religiously. Like, we would, we played that one so often. And that was just Capcom 2. So, I, again, I think that was probably the pinnacle of Capcom games. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Because I remember when we were, uh, when we were roomies. Yep. When you had your Dreamcast. Oh, jeez. The Dreamcast. Uh, that was awesome. That was a good time. Yeah, for sure. 
still sad about that. Just like, I mean, I know all systems come and go, but that one never got the due that it should have gotten because it, it was at a weird time. It just came out at a weird time. They still make games somewhere. Really? Yeah, there's like homebrew games, but like oh. various studios actually make games somewhere. Oh, wow. Like Japanese studios, they actually release games somewhere. Like, they're not letting that thing die. Like, I definitely regret selling mine, like, I don't know, maybe like eight, nine years ago. Mm. I know, I, I don't know if we still have ours lying around somewhere. If we finally got rid of it, I'll have to see if I can dig it up. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not. I'm not really sold on Street Fighter. I don't anticipate. I'm like maybe at like towards the end of the life cycle of the you know mm. the PS4 when the PS4 version drops down to like ten bucks. Right. I'll probably grab it then just to have it. But well, I'm not like gonna kill myself. Okay. That's the thing. Like in anticipation of the show. I went and I looked at the price, and the price is still like 60 bucks. so it's still at the beginning of its life cycle, so they probably still have, as you say, updates planned where, you know, there's going to be championship, ultimate, whatever editions that come out, and you're going to have to sit there through 20 gig updates every six months. Yeah, basically, they're, they're still doing the, uh, what's it, like, their the new seasons. Oh, okay. So, oh. like, you start gotcha. in September or whatever. I, th- I mean, I think we covered it where it's like you said that maybe you'll pick it up towards the end of its life cycle. Um, I mean, that's usually what I pick up games anyway. Although with Mortal Kombat uh, 11, I think I bought it fairly early in the life cycle. And I bought all the DLC and stuff for that one. So, But you said that was the exception anyway, which is a pretty good segue to move on to the next topic. Yeah. Oh. Mortal Kombat 1. 1. I know. Confusing. Yes, very confusing. When it, when it initially... I don't get it, but... I... Yeah, like, I think when it first came out, I texted you, and I'm like, I can't tell if this is, like, a joke, or if they genuinely mean it as a reboot. Because, you know, Ed, Ed Boon is famous for that kind of stuff, where it's like, oh, um, you know, come play Mortal Kombat 1, the revolutionary fighting game, and then they just re-release the first one, or you know, it just ends up being like a series of videos where they upgraded the graphics or maybe they downgrade the graphics or something silly like that. So I I honestly did not think that it was a new game when it first came out. When I heard about it, I was like, this this can't be happening, right? We just had Mortal Kombat 11, now we're doing Mortal Kombat 1. What's going on here? Because I kept looking for Mortal Kombat 12 because, I, like I say, I loved Mortal Kombat 11. I played the heck out of that game, and part of it was aided by the fact that you could just have the computer play against the computer to collect coins or souls or whatever the heck you needed to, to buy the, the silly skins because they did have DLC, but most of the stuff you could just earn through the game through playing the game. Yeah. Which, for an old guy like me, definitely is much more worth it than, as you say, you know, buy buy this skin for 10 bucks, buy this skin for 10 bucks, and, you know, I, I don't know when that started, but I know that really became popular with Fortnite because the kids love Fortnite. They had that silly V-Bucks, so it doesn't even feel like you're spending real money. And the kids are buying skins, and they have the skins from, like, Marvel movies and from, you know, the popular movies at the time. So I know that's when it that's when it sort of hit my radar because Aiden got very big into Fortnite for a while there. He was asking for, like, V-Bucks for his birthday and Christmas and stuff like that so he could buy the crap on the game. So that's when it sort of entered my 
realm where it's like, oh, you know, instead of actually earning these things, or which, you know, Mortal Kombat, that goes back to, I don't remember when they started the trip. Was it 9, 10? I don't remember. But, I mean, I, I picked up Mortal Kombat again with 9, and then with 10, I liked the trip, and I really liked how they did the trip for 11. And yeah, it was really cool. Like, that's what made me, actually, I think that 11 is the one that played the most so far. Um, not only just because of the trip, but mm. So my my buddy Joe, yep, uh, you know, Godfather to his daughters, right, right. and I always found it really amusing when I'd go over, and they would want to play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I'm like, you're just kids. I know. And he was just like, it's cool. Right. They, they see more stuff in the theater. He's like, it's fine. Right. And they even to this day, every time I go over there, they always want to challenge me. Right. Like, play Mortal Kombat. <laughs> same way like obviously you don't want to expose your kids to too much violence but i was reading an article and they were talking about like how they design the fatalities and then one of the lead designers was saying that they wanted to design the fatalities such that they were so ridiculous and so off the charts that it's not something that could actually happen so they didn't want to be i mean when the first game came out obviously it was you know controversial because it was at a time when they were trying to put like stickers on freaking albums to tell you not to buy the album because they said dirty words in the album so it came out at a weird time and it was controversial but they said that they actually wanted to as much as possible remove themselves from that controversy and be like this guy is ripping a guy's head off and his spine out it's like that can't possibly happen so even if a kid plays this it's not like grand theft auto which i remember one of christine's nephews was playing grand theft auto and i'm like it's a video game but like that is realistic violence and like that's that's stuff that i feel like could actually warp a kid Whereas, like, Scorpion breathing fire on a guy, you know, his skeleton dancing, like, that's just so over the top that the kids can't help but say, this is a cartoon, like, I know this isn't real type thing. So it's interesting yeah. that you said that, that even though it is ultra-violent, even though it is over the top, you, you still feel comfortable, for the most part, with the kids at a certain age playing it, because you're like, this is ridiculous, they can tell the difference between right and wrong here, whereas playing something like, like I say, they never got into Grand Theft Auto, but just looking at something like Grand Theft Auto, I'm like, that, I feel a lot more queasy about my kid playing that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I think my only complaint, and I think it would actually be my goddaughter's complaints too, uh, would be that the repeated animation, mm-hmm. like when you like pull off like a, I can't remember the name, like where it's not, it's not like a reality. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like this animation that happens every time, right. and some of them are extremely long. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I've seen this like three times so far in this right. match. Like, let's okay, and you kind of like put your controller down, yep. and grab, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, now we can play it. Right. And, like some of those are kind of like nuts. Uh, like X breaker or something. Yeah, it's like an, it's like I, I just call them the X ray moves because. They, they actually show the bones breaking and stuff like that. So you can see inside. And I remember when we were playing a couple of times, and like you pull off one of those moves in the middle of the match, and it only drains about a quarter of your life bar. And you're like, yeah, okay. And it, it does take you a little bit out of the realism, which I guess, again, is part of what they want to do. 
but simultaneously, like you say, the the animations for the most part are the same. Which, having dabbled as minimally as I have in programming, I understand that's part of you know utilizing the resources that you have. It's like you have this animation. I mean, with the fatalities, the animations are fairly exclusive, and that's by design again because it's like you want to see them and you want to repeat them and you want to pull them off on your buddies and show your friends and show them off on YouTube or whatever. But for something like that, you just want to repeat the animation, which, as you say, just becomes, I mean, well, by definition, it becomes repetitive, but it becomes extra repetitive because there's always something breaking the sternum or there's always something busting, putting somebody in somebody's eye or, you know, some, it's just always the same movements, the same ideas. Yeah, exactly. Definitely takes away a little bit, just a little bit, though. Right. I'm not, like, going to, like, completely, you know, skewer them for it. Right. It's like, I think it's, like, a neat little feature they have. Mm. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. Right. Um, they definitely started to dabble a little bit harder. You know, I want to say it was maybe 9 or 10 into the whole combos. Yep. Where, you know, it was like, okay, you can, like, pull off the right. combos, but it's nothing, like, obnoxious. Like, right. Right, right. No, like even if you score like anything over like maybe a five or six hit, right. the damage actually trails off mm-hmm. or it doesn't take as much damage right, right. out of them anymore. Yep. Like okay, that that, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, that is it. Yeah. Right, it is because there there were some infinite combos in some of the games I remember that you could pull off that it would just like drain your whole life bar, it would drain your whole life bar from like seventy five percent. For a lot of those, even those pro games that people are watching, it's like you basically just get them down to a certain a certain percentage, then you hit that combo and it's over. And it's like, who wants to watch something like that? Like you say, with Street Fighter, if that's your thing, watching it, then you want to watch that chess match. You want to watch the guys pulling off the the V move versus the X move or whatever the the rock paper scissors is in those particular things. You don't want to see some guy just pull off a combo where his character just blew up the thing on the screen. And he's, you know, sitting there just smiling at his opponent at the end of the day. Yeah, that's fun. That's the whole spirit of it. Right, yeah. So the diminishing returns. I like the diminishing returns as well. I mean, it can be frustrating sometimes because, you know, you accidentally, you, you think you're going to kill the guy and then you accidentally hit the second part of the combo and it gives you the diminishing returns. And then maybe the guy comes back and beats you, which has happened to me a couple of times. But again, it's not like, it's not something that, is necessarily their fault. Like, it's a skill issue on my end where it's like, okay, I wanted to end the combo here, but whatever muscle memory or greediness, I'm like, oh, well, let's just do this part of the combo too because it's cool. And then you don't kill the guy and you end up getting killed yourself. But it's still a cool feature, like you said. Yeah, no, I think it, it tries to even the playing field a little bit. So yeah. I, I, do, I do like that. With this new one, they're basically doing assists. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I first saw the feature, I was like, I don't know if it was like 
I think when I first saw it, I thought it was like a tag feature. I don't really like necessarily in the Mortal Kombat games. Like I loved it in the Marvel vs. Capcom, and it made sense there. But it seemed like an unnecessary add to it to have it be like a tag team feature. I think that's what turned me off initially. But then when I I realized that it's what you're saying, that you can just pull the character in and they can do a move or maybe they can do a taunt or maybe they can do something. And I was like, okay, this makes more sense. You still fight with your main fighter and then you just pull this person in or whatever you want them to do at the time, which is is a cool feature now that I know it's that. But initially it turned me off and I was like, I don't know if I want to always play that. Like, I wouldn't mind if it were a game mode, but I wouldn't want to always play with the tag team. Yeah, always the tag feature for me, it works like, you know, like you said, uh, on Marvel vs. Capcom, like it works really well on Marvel vs. Capcom. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Right. Right. Helping right. Tag in. Yeah, like, yeah. makes a lot of sense. Like, Mortal Kombat, like, maybe, like, I'm just such a purist. Like, it is one-on-one. Right. It is what it is. Yep. Exactly. I, I just bought three more pop figures. Like, I don't need your Liu Kang statue. I'm already nerded out. Yeah, right. I, I just want Mortal Kombat. I just want to do fatalities. I just want to do brutalities, friendships, if you put them in there. But, yeah, I don't need a Liu Kang statue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and again, it's like, I don't know, maybe it's like the, uh, the hobbies that were into a lot of magic. Right. Age, Pokemon is this age, Magic the Gathering is this age, 
So maybe they're starting to do that with adults now, where it's like they know that guys like me, like I, I don't want a Liu Kang statue, but there are things that I will like. There's this itch inside of me, like it pains me that I did not collect Spawn the whole way through, and now I'm missing like twenty to thirty issues. Which if I wanted to buy them, they're going to cost me like six grand because they're collector's editions now, the ones that I'm missing. Whereas if I had just collected along the way, it would have been fine. So it's like every time that eBay alert comes through and it's like spawn number 263 or whatever, I always click it. I know it's going to be 50 to $75 to start, and it's going to jump up to like three, $400 or whatever because I just have that itch. So maybe they're starting to do that with adults now where it's like we know that there are certain guys who are like Liu Kang statue, especially if it's made by McFarlane Toys because people cream their shorts over the McFarlane Toys, which I understand because... I mean, he does a good job with the to- with the with the figures and stuff like that. So I understand why, if you're inclined to that sort of thing, it's something that you would want. But again, for me, it's just it's just as you say, it's just war. Like if I I want Mortal Kombat, and again, you you had your grandpa moment. Like my grandpa moment is seeing a game for sixty dollars. It just it, I know that's the going price, but I'm still like that's too much. <laughs> like just a sixty dollar game is too much, and then when you start saying, okay, Liu Kang statue, and they're going to charge you another 40 for it. It's like, well, okay, now at this point I'm paying for the Liu Kang statue, and you're giving me the game for free. So maybe that's what people are figuring, is that, or they think people are going to figure that, well, I'm paying for this Liu Kang statue, and they're basically giving me the game for free. So I might as well spend 100 bucks. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> however they're justifying that. I mean, they're, let's be honest, they're delusional. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, just trying to justify it, like, wasting money like that. Right. You know, it's, it's funny, right? Because we just had that conversation through text about uh, Diablo. Yeah. I, I said, like, and I had told Sarah, I'm like, I, I told myself I'm not going to buy the fourth one right. until I beat the third one. Right. right? I mean, I've had, I have it on Xbox, mm-hmm. the 360, yep. I have it on the PS4, <laughs> I have it on the yep. Switch. Yep. And I was like, I got to beat one of these. Like, <laughs> I, I, like, I don't understand why right. I have three copies. Like, the exact like, same game. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the same shit. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna like I'm gonna play it for Yeah. And like I beat it, like I said, I sent text to her right. day since yep. oh, I finally beat it. Right. Oh my god, and Jason was like, I didn't realize that game I didn't mean it. And I thought I was just gonna get it. Yeah, same. Well that's how it feels sometimes, because I've played I don't know how far I've gotten like comparatively, I don't know when it ends, but I've gotten pretty far, but sometimes it feels like that. It's like, oh you're at the ending. Nope, there's another guy that's gotta beat. Like, wait, what happened? Like, I thought this was the big guy. Now I gotta beat this guy. So yeah, I was in this. I was in the same boat where it's like, I just, maybe this just doesn't end, and they're just gonna keep throwing guys at me. Yeah, that's a it sort of like like once you get like to the last, very last part, mm-hmm. it's like, please end. Right. <laughs> right. It's one of the best franchises in history. Oh yeah. But obviously, it just end because I want to get four. Like, right. I had that injury. I gotta get mm. four. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it. Right. Buy a brand new, even though I'm thinking that thing is probably buggier than it is. Doesn't matter. Like, I'm, I'm gonna buy it. Right. I'm, I'm psyched. And then I can beat it. I have that Amazon. That's mm. seventy bucks. Still. Yeah. I can't do it. Can't justify I, it. I have to wait at least right. a year. Mm-hmm. Like it's like thirty, forty bucks. Right. I can't do it. Okay. Like it's just not worth it. Right. The grandpa this one, you're always online. Yes. You always have yep. to be online yep. to play. And I do not like that. Right. 
thing I the only thing I figure is that it I don't know supposedly like makes it more portable, but like the systems that they're making aren't really portable. Like I mean, the Switch is the only one that you can carry from place to place. Like I guess you can you can carry the other games because talking about kids and, and them growing up, like Aiden has some friends over for a sleepover, and some kid walks walks into the door and he's carrying a television, and I like I look at my wife and I'm like, did that kid just come into our house with a whole ass TV? Like what is going on here? <laughs> like like what is going on here? And they all came with their own TVs and their own setup so they could play. They're, they could play their games and they had their own setup so they don't have to do split screen, which I thought was pretty neat. But I mean, aside from that, like you generally don't take these things from place to place except for the Switch. The Switch you can literally carry from place to place. The other ones are far less portable. But that's what they're thinking is that if they're less portable, if you put them online and you go over to your buddy's house, then you can download your profile. I don't know. That's the only thing I can figure. Yeah, I mean, that probably has something to do with it. It's probably a pretty good uh, theory. Something about it, right? Like I tried to. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yep. I bought it thinking like, oh, mm. I'm like this looks like just like a third person yeah. shooter. Right. Like, I'm just gonna get it. Yep. It's like, only like ten bucks. Right. So I buy it, and then I was like so disappointed. It's like, no, like I'm like, okay, you have to be online. Mm-hmm. Like, that's fine. Right. You know, whatever. It'll be like Dragon Ball Fighters, right? Yeah. Where you're online, but right. you won't actually have to be online. Right. You don't feel like you're online. Again, like you said, not to harp on it, 
and I, I just like Street Fighter 2. Like, I just like the fighting style. I like the graphics style. I know it makes me sound like an old fart, but it's... I've been saying it my whole life. Graphics aren't everything. No, they're, they're definitely not. Like, some of my favorite games are, you know, Nintendo's. Right. Kind of it's like graphics are definitely not. Everything. Well, even even the newer games, like, you, you, um, you got me hooked on that Hades game, which, like, the graphics in that game, I mean, they're, they're good, but they're not, like, great or anything. It's just the the normal uh, cell shading, two dimensional or two and a half dimensional games. You know, it's it's sort of it's more cartoony Diablo, basically. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And, and it's the game, it's the gameplay that I keep coming back for, right. and the unique gameplay of that particular game. Where it's like when you die, it potentially makes you more powerful, which again fits into the lore and you know, being a, a story nerd for games, as you know, that kind of stuff hooks me. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yes. Yeah, for Chris for Christmas, yeah, I asked for it for Christmas and Liam got it for me. Excellent. Yeah. So I was like a little bit of pressure No, no, it was it was a fantastic game. The only reason I haven't played it more is because Liam technically owns the Switch, so it's hard to pry it from his hand. Which <laughs> I don't blame him, he spent three hundred bucks on it, so it's like, yeah, that's fine, man, it's yours, buddy. As far as as far as Mortal Kombat, like I am desperately trying to fight the urge to just buy because it's not five and Xbox whatever I guess. So, but the kids really want Spider Man too, so I'm like trying to put it off as much as possible. Maybe I can call it a Christmas present, so so I don't feel quite so guilty spending whatever the silly prices they want for the system. So if I go over to your place, there's a gang statue. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I will not confirm nor deny that I pre-ordered it. No. <laughs> okay. Hey, this has been fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The, the reboot is a reboot. I hope everyone enjoyed this. Yeah. Uh, as always, thanks for thanks for listening. Yes. It was fun. Absolutely. Love to figure out what we're doing next month. Uh, All right. What do you think? There's like two fun minutes. Oh, I got you. <laughs> We are getting old. We've both seen shit. <laughs> All right. All right, buddy. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the time. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. Yep. Bye bye. Yep. Bye. We are two guys. Game.